Welcome to Archery Talk 101 podcast, your guide to better archery skills. We'll bring you the latest tips, tricks, and expert advice, but that's not all. We'll also have interviews with top archers and industry professionals and reviews of the latest gear and equipment and much more. Hey, today we're going to be talking with Claire about what's going on in her archery world. And uh, we want to see what's going on and uh, get get the stories from, from her or what's going on. My name is Roy Canterbury, and I'm, I'm going to be your host today on Archie Talk 101 uh, with Claire on the line with us. Welcome to the show, Claire. Thank you. Oh, if you introduce yourself, uh, tell everybody a little something about you so we can get to know you a little better. So I'm Claire Smith. Um, basically, my life is all around archery. Um, ever since I was a little kid, um, I kind of just fell in love with the sport, and here I am today. So what made you get started in archery? Um, so there was this church shoot and that we found out about from friends, and they said to check it out. Um, my dad did hunting when he was little, um, like his whole life, basically. Um, but ever since that and me hunting with him and me going to this church shoot when I was about three or four years old, I just fell in love with the sport and I decided to keep going. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. You hear the same kind of story once in a while where somebody gets in there and, and picks it up from from their parents and then you have other ones that parents didn't do any shooting and run into somebody else and yeah that's kind of how I was um because I was just kind of by myself my siblings are a lot older than me so they just kind of did it here and there um have like because they have work obviously um but I kind of was giving up and it just got boring. So I told my mom that if she didn't start doing it, then I would have to like quit and find <laughs> something else. Um, but she fell in love with the sport just as I did. And now we do it as a family all around the United States. Oh, that's that's really neat that you got your mom started in it. Yeah. I hear that story once in a while where the kids get in and get the parents in it. Next thing you know, the parents are just, just diving in head first and and yep. <laughs> have a family deal where you can go out with your mom and dad and, and enjoy archery and yeah it's definitely great so do you uh do you shoot uh, target or 3d or what type do you shoot? um i do basically all of it um <laughs> i do nfaa um usa archery i do 3d and also deer hunt and everything oh so when did you start deer hunting um, I started deer hunting when I was little, um, just with my dad again, um, probably about three or four. That getting to go out with him, it's 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 fun to take your kids out. I know I took my my son out one time, and he was all all cameled up and couldn't see him. I said, "Here, here's a deer call. You call. You know, if they're coming, <laughs> just be quiet." And and it was fun being being with him out there, even though he wasn't old enough to shoot yet. But yeah. I also did a lot of squirrel hunting um, when I was little. That was like the main two things with me hunting. Yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty good. Um, when when did you get your first deer? Tell us about that one. I got my first deer, I think I was about seven. Yeah, um, I was so excited. It was just a little spike, but it was like I shot 
a 15 monster point like I was jumping <laughs> up and down and I couldn't wait to go get it <laughs> now what'd you what'd you use to shoot that one um a rifle rifle it, it's it, you're hunting that's the thing you're out yeah. in the field and uh, you know archery would be a little more tougher at that age because it's hard to pull unless you're using a crossbow yeah so what what's uh what's been some of your most memorable hunts um probably one last year in september um i don't do much hunting because we're always busy with archery like every weekend um but definitely last year in september i remember september 11th um we went out there after seeing many like huge monsters on the trail cam and i ended up we got out there like 15 minutes and then it turned into like 20 minutes and this 10 point six point and eight point came out and i shot the 10 point oh cool yeah <laughs> but was that with the bow as well or is that with a gun um that was with a gun gun yeah anytime you can get out in the field is always a good time <laughs> yeah I tried to do a little bit of turkey hunting when I was little, but I'm just like, I feel like I'm very impatient. <laughs> yeah, you have to be kind of still and impatient for turkeys, don't you? Yeah. So in, in some of your, your archery events you've been at, what's what's been kind of your most uh, um, challenging archery event that you shot in? Um, I like 3D because I feel like it's, like more as home to me like it just really like touches the heart um because yeah. I've been hunting my whole life so I think it's like the most easiest but I think definitely the three spot Vegas target has really been challenging with me um just it's really like mind it just gets in your mind and you're like okay <laughs> Yeah, those those are a little bit challenging, you know, whether they're the three in line or or the in the yeah. shape and the USA target. Yeah, those those are a little more challenging. I'm I'm used yeah. to shooting five spots. You know, <laughs> yeah, I normally shoot is the five spots and then get the elements of those different colors and yeah, know, that's right. Center. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people look at the five spots and three spots a lot differently, and I think that it gets in your mind too that you think this five spot is so much more easier because the X's are like huge. Um, but it's like, it just gets in your mind that you don't need to practice the five spot and you just keep practicing the three spot and then you get to the competition and you're shooting this five spot and you keep missing the X's because you don't practice it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a little different, different color and different different sizes and yeah, For you sure. got to shooting all of them. Yeah. I like some of the, the, there's some game targets that uh, is out there. There's tic-tac-toe and, and cards and um, a couple other ones. I forget what now, but yeah, those are kind of fun to shoot at as well. Yeah. I remember I used to have family meetings in the barn when I was little and we just like shoot bows with the whole family and put the tic-tac-toe boards up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th those are kind of fun when you got five rounds, you got to get three in a row and they were if you want the spot you got to get closer to the center yeah <laughs> so just make sure you get them all in the center so that we can steal it yeah <laughs> little, little strategy I've, I've 
I've shot those a few times. Not a whole lot. I got a whole stack of targets, but I, I don't go out and shoot them too often. But yeah. <laughs> so how how are you doing in um uh like the the Vegas shoots and NFA shoots and USA shoots? Tell us about um, some of those events you've been at. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. I feel like I'm mostly struggling on my Vegas target. Um, just I haven't had a bunch of nerves. It's just me dropping my arm. Um, <laughs> you'll have like a perfect target and you'll drop your arm just one time. That's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> but I am really excited for Vegas this year. Right. What are you doing to get ready for it? Are you doing a lot of practicing or? Yeah. Every day. <laughs> what what's what's your kind of your normal uh, practice routine each day? Um, my practice routine each day. Um, I try and shoot a round of three spot and a round of five spot every day. Um, sometimes I don't get to the five spot, um, but um, yeah, a round of ten for the three spot, and I do the bigger tens, um, so the X's are just X's. Um, but yeah, that that's a lot of shooting every day. <laughs> yeah, my arms definitely get sore at school the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's worth it though, isn't it? It is. Yes, if you really love the sport, you'll do anything for it. Yeah, and there's there's a lot to you know you're practicing and every day and every day and and then you get there like like you said when you get to the the tournaments you're not nervous but you just yeah. get your form <laughs> it is I know a lot of people at school are like why don't you do school sports and you're tall you're good at basketball and everything it's just like I have no time for it <laughs> well it's just not your sport yeah you know just say to them it's like well why don't you come out and shoot a bow with me yeah <laughs> And then they can see it's not as easy as they thought. No, I think a lot of people over like say that a lot too. Um, and until you like try it and you get really serious, like they just don't understand that there it will be some struggles. But if you keep going, it'll be worth it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You just got to keep going. And if you love the sport, yeah. then, you know, why stop? Why do something else? Yeah. You know, I, I've been listening to uh, Grant Cardone's boat book, uh, Be Obsessed or Be Average. And, mm -hmm. and that's kind of like, you know, if you want to be at the top, you got to be upset, obsessed at, at yeah. practicing, practicing, practicing and shooting and and working on different aspects of your shooting form and, and technique. And mm -hmm. I've been reading um, the book, um, Reading in Mind or Winning in Mind. Um, from Lainey Bassham, and that's actually really helped my um, archery career a lot. Yeah, what kind of stuff does she talk about in that book? Um, he talks about just practicing makes perfect, and you're going to do it all. Um, you can't do really other sports. So it's like, I think it was a really good book to read and definitely very good for everyone. It, it It's hard to be good at multiple sports. <laughs> Yes, and I love that he like puts examples in of how he, um, he's actually a trainer and he helps people overcome um like target panic and stuff like that. So it's actually based on archery too, which I think is great. Um, but it does have other uh, like sports, so I think that would be a great book for everyone. 
Yeah, that that would be good. We'll 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 put a link in the description and find one, and we'll we'll yeah we'll put it put it, at least put the description of the book in there, and and then uh, you can go out and find it and read it and yeah audible version that we can listen to. <laughs> yeah. So, what was the name of the book again? Um, Winning in Mind by Lainey Bassham. Winning in Mind. I know. If I can find it real quick and we'll we'll bring it out, but <laughs> you're all good. Yeah, my machine's not real fast. <laughs> Lenny Bassham, right? Yep. All right, let's let's bring this up. Oh, that's that's not too bad. Let's just go ahead. I can, I'll share my screen and we can take a yeah. look at, at that book. Um, there it is, winning. Winning in mind. Paperback um, it used. You can get them new or used. Probably have it on, yeah. on an Audible book. That's just what popped up first when I did a Google search. Yeah. <laughs> there might be two different covers, but I think that's the same one. I think the other one had like a dark blue cover. Oh, yeah, it could be. There's they're probably different versions or something. Yeah. Different printing. I think he has series. But you know, anything from from him would probably be be good. It is. He's very good at explaining. I'm just gonna take a look here and see if I can find it on Audible. There's there's one. Oh, let's go here third edition oh let me just go ahead and share that and we can see you know what's what's going on here well i don't i don't mind sharing and promoting books of people that uh yeah there. um so is that what your, your yeah, book look like that one right there that one right there yeah okay i have an audible account i'm just going to add it to my cart while i'm here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I you know find a good book and it's always worth listening to and I listen then, to i'm driving um yeah know, I listen to the books and some of them you know can be you know pretty long and i'm not gonna sit here just listening to it so yeah while you're driving you know especially when you know you've got you know for me i'm about 40 40 to 45 minutes away from work and tonight it was yeah just it was about an hour and 40 minutes to get home yeah you because know, it, it's snowing here and the wind's okay. blowing and and you know we started off was driving about 10 miles an hour on the interstate and then it <laughs> got to go up a little bit faster as, as we got a little bit more out of town and and then there's times where you couldn't see anything, but you know I'm listening to the auto the book on on the on my phone as I'm driving. So yeah, that's what my family does um, because we mostly drive to all of our archery competitions. So oh, yeah, especially like that Alabama and um, the one in Texas of couple years back was a long drive. So we'll listen to. Um, like Levi Morgan's podcast and um, Kyle Douglas and everyone's. Yeah, where do you live? I'm from Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Yeah, we I train at the board behind you does say Michigan, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I train at the MSU Denver Center. So that's they have a lot of a lot of range out there. There can be a lot of shooters at one time, or what's that place they like? Do. Um, it's like mostly around the college, so it's very nice to see familiar 
like faces a lot. Um, but it's a very nice facility. They do have a lot of shooting. They they have other shooting sports other than just archery or um they used to have a gun range, but they um mostly did just archery recently. Um they have lots of bows to sell and everything. So people um from all over can come in and just shoot a bow and rent a lane and rent a bow. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's nice. You don't have to fork out the money to buy a bow. You can come try yeah. what you like and try different ones. And Yes, and Coach Glenn is amazing. He helped me through like all of my target panic and everything. Um, he's definitely one of the best coaches I've had. Yeah, that that's, that's a, a big problem that archers can run into. You know, a lot of it's a technique. Yeah. If you don't have that's... the right technique, it's, it's going to lead to it. It is. That's what my mom said. Um, she's, I had target panic and I still wanted to go to the ASA Pro-Am um, in Alabama, Foley, Alabama. Um, and she got target panic at Lancaster last year. And she's like, I cannot believe you went through all that. Like, there's no way. Because <laughs> um, I there's 20 targets out on the range and I about missed like 17 of them. Oh, <laughs> But I had a lot of fun, and I think that's most of the sport that you just have to remember at the end of the day that having a sport like this is very, you're just supposed to have go out and have fun and shoot your bone. And especially the paper targets, like I think of paper, like you're literally shooting paper on a range. Like how different is that? <laughs> yeah. But I think I like all of the paper and um, 3D about the same. I think 3D is a little bit more at home, though. Yeah, grow, growing up, you know, being being out hunting in the woods, yeah, the, the 3D is is there. Um, yeah. I, I like the 3Ds. I, I'm I'm more of a hunter than than target shooter. But I shoot the spots to develop my skill that I can hit what I'm shooting at. Then I do like I like the three Ds because then it helps me judge yardage and you know shot placement and yeah. Although the shot placement on a three D target isn't the same as on a real animal, so it isn't <laughs> transition when you get out in the field hunting. It's not different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You basically on a three D target aiming for the the front side of it when you're hunting, you're aiming for the back side. Yeah. So you got to pay attention where that air is going to come out. You do. <laughs> So what's the biggest uh, deer you've shot with your bow? Um, Probably the 10 point. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't, going back to the hunting, I don't like hunt a lot recently because of archery and having archery competitions, but it is nice to get out there when I can. What What's been your most challenging archery event you've been at? Um, the most challenging, probably the ASAs, they can get challenging, um, but Lancaster last year, um, I think when you're going against people that are a lot older than you, um, it gets like in your head a little bit, but you just got to go out there and have fun and remember you're shooting your bow. Yeah. How, how old are you? I'm 13. 13. 
Yeah. And going out shooting against people a lot older than you. Yeah. <laughs> well, starting out, you know, being only 13, you you got many years to develop your your skills before you have to move into, you know, the where the, the big ones are shooting. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's that that's that's kind of nice when when you're starting out that young and you've been shooting for that long and yeah and there's there's a lot of um, a lot of correlations between archery and other things that you, you'll get into you know throughout your yeah. life. I'm very excited um to see where my archery career goes and um to see what I do for college and everything. Um, I really want to be a pro one day, so I think that would be really cool. Um, but just to like see that I start out this young, um, I just want to never give up the sport and keep going and then get like, this is like way ahead, but like, I think it would be really cool to get my kids involved and keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Keep so, it going. You know, if, if you want to, you want to be a pro archer, then you just got to say, I'm going to be a pro archer. And then yeah, just... <laughs> you got to keep going. Yeah. I don't know if there's a age, a minimum age you can be to a pro, but you can, you know, if you can compete with them, yeah, <laughs> go, go in, go into pro events and shoot against them. There is, yeah, you, you know, you're gonna learn a lot and you're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and nothing better than you know being being your age and shooting against the pros and beating. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that'd be um, really good, then. Yeah, it would. I think Brody Turner and Levi Ritzma, they're pretty young in their pros. So I think that's like cool people to look up to. Yeah. Yeah. Take what take what they're doing, look at what they're doing and, and how they're doing it and you know, just be around them. And you know, a lot of a lot of athletes and stuff, you wanna be you don't wanna be the best one in the group because nothing to push it. You wanna yeah. You want to start out and find a group that everybody's better than you so you can improve with them. And then once you get top down, find another group that's better. You, you know, yeah. constantly push yourself to go get better and better and better. And and when yep. you're shooting with somebody that is is, you know, a better shot than you, look at them and see what they're doing. And you know, many yeah. archers just ask them, you, you know, what how what is it you're doing? And they'll tell you. And then a lot of them even look at your form. Yeah. Got a pine one time and the guy he was shooting against was helping him. He's struggling. So he's yeah. against this guy and he and he's helping him get better. And I think that's what's really cool about the like whole archery thing is that any everyone is willing to help. All you have to do is ask. Um and it's like this archery community I see as a family. Um, even people that live in whole other different states, when I see them. Um, they're like this big family. It's awesome. And, and you'll find that I've I've interviewed many archers, not even in this country. Yeah, I and, that too. and you talk to them, and it's like, hey, if I'm if I'm where they're at, and I have my bow in my hand, we're instant friends. You know, yeah. I'm an archer. You know, and and we just got this big family thing where we all have this thing in common and willing to help each other and. You know, you might yeah. have to use your phone and do Google Translate to talk to them, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done that a few times. You know, trying to talk to somebody, and it's like, okay, they're whatever that language is, and and they'll type it. And I'll just type it back in their language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
sometimes I'll get posts on, on my YouTube channel and it's like, I can't read that. So I'll <laughs> say, okay, auto discover. Oh, okay. So now I know what it says and I'll respond back to them. Yeah. <laughs> and, their, and their language. <laughs> That's really cool. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of, you know, we can talk to them now, you know, several years ago, unless you knew the language or had a, you look up in a book and try to, yeah, now you can just type it in. It's like, yeah, show up <laughs> or, or, or have the sound. It Sometimes some of them will actually speak it for you. And, yeah. And then you can, you can do that and, you know, just, just try to talk to them. And it is really cool. It's kind of fun where you can, you know, lots of times you don't have to say anything to help. Yeah. You know, you, you just put, put them in the right position and, and so a couple of tweak here and there and, and, and show them and, you know, and, and teach. And sometimes the best way to do it is just show them. Yeah. You know, that's that's where, you know, right-handers, I got to show them left-handed. And left-handers, I actually use it because I can show them because I'm right-handed. I shoot right-handed. And then I can show, okay, do this. And they can look at me and say, okay, do that. Yeah, I'm right-handed, but I'm left-eye dominant. Oh, uh, so you shoot left-handed. Yeah. Well, you got to shoot your dominant eye. You do. That's one thing that was kind of cool that I figured out because I didn't know that you could really, there could be a difference um, in left-eye dominant or right-eye dominant. So that was really cool when one of my coaches from the church shoot was like, hey, you're looking over your peep. <laughs> Um, I think you're left eye dominant. <laughs> and it's a lot okay. better, you know, switch to be in the dominant eye and shoot with that. And you're much better in, in all your eye-hand coordination things, whether you're, yeah. you're shooting a gun. Gun's not quite so bad if you have a scope on it, because whichever one's looking through the scope, it's going to be dominant. Yeah. You know, when you're playing pool or, or anything else, you know, that you're, you're lining up, you know, shooting that the cue ball into something, you're lining down the stick. And if you're not using your dominant eye, it's going to be kind of an angle. Yeah. yeah. You can be off quite a ways if you use your non-dominant eye on, on stuff. You can. I kind of had the choice like right then if I wanted to train myself to shoot right-handed or be a little bit different than other people. <laughs> well, being left-eye dominant isn't always, you know, there's quite a few people that are left-eye dominant. Yeah, and, and I think that's what's cool about it. But when I I was worked at Bass Pro for a while and then and then over at Cavellas I had had uh, a set of twins come in, so I'm checking them. One's right-handed, the other one's left-handed. The right-hander was left-eye dominant. The left-hander was right-eye dominant. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so you, you you never know. It and it, it was it's kind yeah. of just mirrored, and you know there's a lot of a lot of right-handed people are left-eye dominant. And, yeah. and sometimes it's like, well, I can't do it. It's like, you can do it. You can learn it. You know, <laughs> you just got to, you know, crank down the weight until you get it up. And then, um, then you can get your, your weight built up and yeah. go. And you don't need to shoot a lot of weight. No, you don't. Unless like really hunting like far away, but for indoor target, you don't need much. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. There several of the guys that when I was, was in the club, they shot tournaments and, and they're they're only shooting 35, 40 pounds. Yeah. They don't care how long it takes to get there, how much arc it is. They just want to be consistent. Yeah, as long as you're hitting the target. <laughs> and the faster bows are harder to control. So they why should fast? They are. Although when I shoot targets, I shoot I shoot my hunting bow and I 
my hunting bow was set up for 70 pounds. So I'm going to shoot my hunting bow because I don't care about target. I care about hunting. <laughs> so I need to shoot my hunting bow. Yeah, that's what my dad does. <laughs> He'll be out there shooting his 70 pound bow, complaining that his shoulders are hurting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to tell him, quit drawing with your shoulder, draw with your yeah. back. <laughs> shoulders are hurting you drawing with your shoulders right yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh um of your 3d shoots which one it, that you remember shooting has been your most challenging um i think I think that's cool about the sport also is that like you're growing with the people so it's going to be challenging but I think with the 3D like it gets challenging at points but I don't think I really had a tournament that was challenging that you just like want to give up <laughs> <laughs> but I think 3D is definitely my most favorite yeah yeah 3D 3D is a lot of fun that's what I always enjoyed and yeah it wasn't as much how i placed because it, you know the buddy of mine that i was going hunt or going i hunted with him as as well as go to 3d tournaments and you know my kids would go along and you know randy and i we, we didn't care where we placed we could place last and next to last the only we cared about is did i beat randy or he beat me you yeah know, it bounced around one week or another and and it's just confidence between the two of us and you know so that was, yeah. that was the fun part of that and and taking your 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 kids out with you and shooting and and seeing them you know my my uh my youngest you know he was he was so light he's only shooting a five pound compound bow it's only five pounds because that's really yeah. all shoot because he was he started like i think about your age too it was like three or four and yeah you know if he hit the animal then i counted at least the five you know because the arrows wouldn't stick yeah, you know, yeah. unless he was standing right next to it, they wouldn't stick. And I said, like, okay, get him close enough you can hit it. You know, yeah. we just wanted him to, you know, shoot and have fun. And then, then he grew. And and when I had my store, he'd come out and shoot all day long. Yeah, yeah. Which mis mismatched arrows. You know, he did a dozen or two dozen of them, three. I don't remember how it was. It's just a big pile of them, all kind of different lengths. You know, just whatever, just miscellaneous stuff. And he'd sit there and shoot all day long and. <laughs> had had a lot of fun shooting and yeah that's how me and my mom are we're more competitive like against each other and whoever beats each other they have like a long ride home yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my dad mostly does it for fun and I think um that's okay if you do archery for fun um the competitive side you'll want to give up and You'll want to like change a bunch of things, but you really just got to keep going. Um, but my dad is very supportive of me and my mom, so I think that's really cool. Yeah, that is when when you can go out and just have fun, and you know when yeah. you turn professional, you're making a living shooting bows. Yeah. And if you get sick and can't make it to a tournament, you can't make any money. You know, yeah. It's a lot of pressure that that's you know some it like is. some don't you know just just shoot for fun and. Yeah, my mom went pro this year, so she's oh. seeing how this year's going, and she's like, "This can be stressful at times." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can. Yeah, going against the best. But you got to push yourself, right? You do. 
yeah, you really got to push yourself and, and, you know, best of luck to her. And actually it's not yeah. one, it's just practice and skill. <laughs> yeah. I think you actually did do a podcast with her a few years ago. Oh yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. I, I get around, I've, I've had, um, uh, this is podcast number 161. And oh wow! I've been doing it three years now. This started my third season, so yeah, there's a good chance I talked to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is she around? Um, she is. Hey, mom, you want to come here? He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I talk to, to a lot of a lot of archers and and sometimes I talk to them a couple times because they yeah you know, they had different things going on and it's always nice to hear the stories. Hello. Hey, how you doing? How I can't you doing? hear anything though. How are you doing? Give me one of these. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't hear earbuds in her, her ears, can you? <laughs> yeah, that's much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I see you're you're out there practicing and. Oh a, yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, she she was saying it. I think I interviewed you a while back. Yeah, I'm trying to think. When was that? In August? I think so. On the way back from IBO Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice that you're you're all in there shooting together and and you know having a lot of fun and kind of nice you kind of competing against each other. Oh yeah, except she kicks my butt most days. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem yeah well it, it's it good it work, doesn't it <laughs> oh yeah absolutely but that's what we do as parents you know you give them all the help you can get it's cool to see them do what they do yeah and it's always, it's nice when you know your kids are doing good and then they're learning and having fun and they're actually beating you um you know whenever i play games with my kids i, I never let them win you know, they're going to win. They're going to win. I'm not going to just give them a win. You know, oh, exactly. Can and, and, you know, makes them improve, you know. Absolutely. Nope. She does it all on her own. That's for sure. That's for sure. Which is pretty exciting. You know, it used yeah. to be a lot easier when she was at 10 yards. I could be like, well, you know, she puts up those scores because she's at a short distance. But, yeah. you know, now I got to eat my crow. So <laughs> now I got to work a lot harder. Yeah, just push each other and, and, you know, just make each other better. And Exactly, exactly. It's pretty fun. Something you guys will do for many years together. Absolutely. Yep, every once in a while I get a few on her and that's pretty exciting. So, yeah, got to take it when I can get it. At least till you go to college and, and, and you don't stay around the home. <laughs> yep. And we'll some see. colleges have, have archery in them as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's talked to a lot of um, collegiate archers and um, a lot of their programs and all kinds of stuff. So that's pretty exciting. We'll see what she ends up doing. Yeah. Well, stay with it. You know, there's, it's, it's something that you can do for a long time. I know I, I shot when I was in college, you know, there was a, a course in archery and I, I took it. And of course, you know, that then even in high school, I had some in high school and I remember shooting my brother's uh, Bo, he had one of them bare white tail twos, and you know, if you've seen one of those, those those look really 
really antique. It's one of the first first compound bows out, and and you know, I was going up there and shooting, and I'm like, oh, it's fun. <laughs> Absolutely. But I started out with just a fiberglass recurve bow. You know, back in back in the '60s, when your options were fiberglass or wood, and wood or wood arrows with feathers or feathers, <laughs> there there really wasn't much an option. Now you had fiberglass arrows for uh, for fishing, but other than that, really wasn't much there. That's pretty cool. How far they've come, huh, Claire? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and now the advancement in the bows are just it's just crazy what what they're doing and and. You know, I, I'm still shooting my old bows, 2001, 2004. I do have a little bit newer one, uh, but I haven't even set it up yet. This is when I was working at Cabela's and, and what we used to do is get in a whole pallet full of returns that sent them all, all to us and then we'd put them all together. Well, I was able to get a, a bear, I forget which model it was, one of the snow camel ones. And it listed for $900 new and I got it for like 150 bucks or something, 175, something like that. But it needed a string and needed other repairs on it. So I repaired all those and, and it's downstairs. <laughs> I haven't nice. Even, I haven't done anything past that because I shoot my PSEs when I shoot. Right. You get one you like and then that's where yeah. it's at. I got my hunting bow, which is a 2001 bow. And then I have my one I use for targets and 3Ds and stuff. And it's a 2003 bow. And Yeah, Claire and I are both learning the new Matthews titles, so got those set up and you know changing back and forth we've got you know the all the indoor stuff going on right now and then we're starting in with our 3d setup so it's always like oh this weekend's usa archery arrows and making sure we're dialed in for that and last weekend was the big fatties and yeah. and we got 3d coming up so it's always a challenge you know making sure that we're all tuned up and ready to go for all the various stuff but we like shooting all the different stuff. It's just always a challenge. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just kind of have one arrow. I got my arrows. And when I close my store, I'd say, oh, oh this is the arrow I use. I just, I, okay, they're no longer going to go. They're going to be mine now. <laughs> I just kept all of them. And I have enough arrows now that I don't think I could go through all of them in, in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of what it looks like in our barn, isn't it? Buckets and buckets. <laughs> but all the different things for all three of us and all our different bows. But it's pretty fun. So what do you guys think of that new Matthews bow? We love it. Claire's really enjoying hers, I know for sure. Um, I've got the 38 and the 36. She has the 36. So, yeah, I've just gotten the 36 set up for myself for 3D. So that's pounding pretty nice. We've just put that like a through its maiden voyage, what, last weekend? No, it was two weekends ago. It was the first weekend of January. So that was super fun. Um, I think it's like very forgiving. Um, yeah. It's a lot different than the T-Rexes, but if you really work hard at it, then like it's like a perfect bow. Yeah, it holds really good. It aims good. It's probably one of the best aiming bows we've, we've worked with. So that's definitely the nicest part about it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a fun bow to shoot. Definitely different. That's for sure. So yeah, we, we had all the TRXs. I think her favorite lineup was the 34 from last year. And so she's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go back and forth. They're so different. I'm going to have to get me another title. 
So <laughs> we'll see. Dad's already talking about doing that, but she shot the lift too. So she's All like, get them. me one of them. <laughs> All of them are so smooth. And I'm like, oh, I don't know which one I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's always the challenge when you pick up a new bow. And I don't have my store people come in and, and, and they're looking at bows and, and, you know, want to try the new ones. And it's like, well, you guys should try a new one. You try it, you're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep, her face lit up and she's like, uh-huh, put that one on order. It was like, well, they're backed out for a while now. That's really popular. So yeah. we'll see. But and she's a lefty, so of course we got a special order that, but yep, so we'll see. No, it's really nice. So it's working pretty good. Just gotta put the time behind it now. Yeah. Yeah, get some time in there. And uh, I I know, you know. A lot of people think that left-handed is is not, you know, that dominant. But I know the last year I had my store, forty percent of my bows were left-handed. Yeah, I, I believe I, that. It's like forty percent of my bows that I I ordered in were left-handed. Now, partially because I stocked left-handed bows. <laughs> you know, right. So then they're coming to, for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you go to a store and all they have is right-handed bows. Not now you would, but you know, if you're left-handed, you don't want to shoot a right-handed bow. You know, it's it's going to feel different. And so I stocked them. I stocked left-handed bows. And I didn't do a lot of the upper-end ones, you know, because they, they were, you know, my cost on was quite large uh, compared to the lower ones. But, you know, that's back when the, the Nova bow was there. And uh, I would stock the three different links. I'd stock two in right and one in left in each of the links. So, you know, I, I cater mostly to new archers you know, getting them started and, you know, right-handed, left-handed, what, what's your draw length and set them up and go. And I like to set up my bow so that you had everything you need to get started. That's absolutely. Well, I've got to help him finish up on his bow. So it was good to see you, Roy. Yeah. Nice seeing you again. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to give it back over to Claire and um, yeah, I'll let you finish up. Have fun. Yeah, that was nice getting getting your mom on here and, and talking to her again. And yeah, it was it, it was a lot of fun. Well, yeah, as you can tell, I have a lot of fun talking to archers all over the world. And and you'll have to get in there and, and listen to some of the other podcasts. And yeah, I started I actually, this year. This year I, I started have. doing some. Oh, what was that? I actually have. I've listened to a lot of yours, and I think they're really cool. Yeah, I, I started this year. I started doing some lessons where I, I, I the first lesson was uh, about you know just getting started, and the next one about form, and then I've got some other videos that I've created, you know, that I'm going to go into next step and get get some lessons, get some teachings in, in the uh, in the podcast as well, and you know the one we just recorded it comes out tomorrow morning. Uh, we. We talked to a guy that actually wrote a book, Crimson Crimson Arrows. He wrote a book about his archery journey, and we talked about bear shaft tuning and, and and you know the pros and cons of that, and you know pros and cons of shooting through paper, and the fact that shooting through paper really don't tell you a whole lot. Yeah, you, you know where you could you shoot through paper, you get a perfect tear, and then you shoot somebody else shoots it, you get a terrible tear with the same bow, same setup. Mm-hmm. It's all all in your form, so it is. you don't really tell much. But, uh, yeah, it's 
you know, so I start, I'm going to start a series where I'm going through and teaching different aspects and, and then I share a video. So those watching are going to get a little bit more out with somebody listening because I have to stop and explain what I'm doing. Um, yeah. But, you know, just, just to help it archers out. And, and that's, that's the fun part is, is teaching and, you know, I can help somebody out. That's great. And, and as you know, in the, um, in the group, you know, the arch talk yeah. Facebook group, you know, we have a lot of archers in there and, and, I don't have a lot of time to put a lot of content in there other than the podcast because I got so many other things going on. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, so I'm trying to get some more stuff in there. And if you want to, if you want to ask a question, as, as you probably know, ask a question. There's somebody that's probably running that problem. Yeah. You know, because we have, you know, young young ladies like you, your age in the group. And we have, you know, guys that are even older than I have been shooting as many years as I am old. So, um we've got all kinds of levels in there and it just it's a lot of fun and, and we don't allow anybody to sell anything in there so you're not going to be bombarded with ads and stuff to buy and it's all yeah. you know that's why i named it arch talk 101 because this is beginners we're going to teach you you know that if the group's there to learn yeah. yeah and i think that's cool because like the archery community too like if someone needs help like there's always someone that can help them or like even if you need something um and I think that's so much cool because at the MSU Demo Center like we are just a huge community that always helps each other and the S3DA program I think is also really cool um it's a kids program um all the way I think it's six or seven years old to 18 um and I think that's a really cool learning experience for younger kids um, to get into and to grow into so you know how to perform in bigger tournaments. Um, but yeah, that's definitely really cool. Yeah, that's that, that's always the fun part. <laughs> yeah. As you can tell, I, I like I like talking to archery. <laughs> Archers all over the world and it's it's a lot of fun and and, you know, I learned something, you know, at each of the podcasts, I learned something and, you know, hopefully, you know, the guests like you has learned something as we're going along yeah. and then our listeners and ones listening and watching, you know, they learn something and, you know, it's all about teaching and, you know, the, it is. you know, when you're teaching somebody and, and all of a sudden it just clicks and the light goes on and it's like, oh, that's what you've been telling me to do, you know, cause it's all, yeah. all just shows up right at, right at once and, and. I really like when you when you take somebody that you like you did with your mom. It's like okay, you need to start shooting. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, then the next thing you know, it's like oh, this is fun. You know, I I've had, you know, at one time I had a guy come in and his wife was coming. He was looking a new bow and we we're doing that. And so I just asked her, it's like, you want to shoot one? Oh no, just shoot one arrow. I'm like oh okay, so you know, and as soon as she shot, it's like, ooh, can I shoot again? Of course you can shoot again and again and again. So, you know, yeah. got her hooked on there. So she found out how much fun it was and just it started. Is. And, you know, like your mom, she found out how much fun it was. And now yeah. something the two of you can do for, for many years, you know, yeah. once you start driving, getting into high school and be other things going on and, and you know, getting college. So yeah, definitely have fun now. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what's there may be some it. time when, when you, aren't going to be able to spend quite so much time yeah um it's definitely a family sport too you can definitely get a lot of people into it um just like anyone can do it if you put your heart into it and you practice 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 
um, you can be really good. And and you can make your practices fun. You can. You know, like we're talking about the tic-tac-toe targets. You're practicing. Yeah. You're focused on what you want, but it's fun. You're just playing a game. Yeah. I know one of the ranges here um, that have like a ping pong shoot. So they take a, a vacuum cleaner, you know, like a shot vac that had the port that blows straight up. It's yep. ping pong ball in the airstream, and it just bounced around up and down. And the idea was to shoot that ping pong ball. Yeah, and um, that was challenging. <laughs> there used to be like Christmas shoots where there'd be like Christmas trees with little like circles around them that you try to shoot. Um, but I think that's a lot of the fun part, which you want to make your practices fun um, here and there, um, just to make it like to want to keep going. Um, archery doesn't have to be serious unless you take it in the serious direction. Um, yeah. But just like you can do archery and fair, which I did that for many years. Um, and I think that's a great learning experience too. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that it's just take it wherever you want. You can. Now, you talked about you, you'd like to be, you know, you want to turn pro. Um, what it what are your kind of steps you have the plan to go to get to be able to be a pro? Um, I think just practicing and wanting to keep going, um, looking up to people and uh, um, taking the time to put into your practices. So, yeah. Focus on you're going to be pro. And just, yeah. Just, take, <laughs> just never give up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're 13, so what, another two years? Turn pro at yeah. 15? Uh, I think it's 17 or 18, I think. Oh, before but you yeah. can turn pro? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that gives you a little bit more time. So yeah. <laughs> as soon as you can turn pro, go, go shoot against the pros. Yeah. And if you're to shoot someplace where the pros are shooting and you can shoot, just, just go in or you may not competing against them, but they're there. Try to shoot against their scores. Yeah, that's how are you scoring I, compared to them? That's what I've been really doing. Um, because I have moved up to twenty yards instead of ten. Um, so I try to like have my scores as close as I can. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun, and I think going back to the ASA um part of it with the pros and everything, um, the team shoots at the ASAs. Um, it's where you get bunched up with a group of five or six and um, you shoot the 3D targets. It's 10 targets and you will have one or two pros. Um, but I think that's also really cool to have an opportunity to shoot with a big time pro. So, yeah. 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 Especially due, due to them like you're doing to your mom. Beat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's your goal. Not just to beat your mom, but to beat the pros. Yeah. How, how you doing against your dad? Are you, you able to beat him as well? I usually always beat him, but oh. <laughs> I'd be nice about it. <laughs> Not so much my mom, because we're very competitive. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to help your, your dad out, get a little better, and so he can yeah. keep up with you. <laughs> He's just got to keep his arm up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just remember, don't drop your arm. Yep. <laughs> so the arrow hits, don't drop your arm. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
don't know if anybody said anything in the group because I ended up closing it. So uh, <laughs> we'll just we'll just have to deal with it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I started, I clicked on it. Some for some reason didn't bring up the comments and just started playing it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> go. Ahead. I don't want to listen to myself again. <laughs> You're all good. Kind of kind of makes it uh, a little uh, a little annoying because it's always delayed. You know, mm, it's yeah. delayed from what it is. It's not you know right at the same time and yeah. I don't want to talk in stereo, <laughs> especially on a delayed voice. That, yeah. That's nerve wracking. <laughs> Just trying to think of uh, something that you've been doing that is inspirational to other archers. Can you tell yeah. something that you're doing that's could be an inspiration to other archers um so at the shop um i try and help people as much as i like can so uh, like today there was two little boys um that are so awesome and they already shoot awesome and amazing but when i see um maybe something they can work on or fix um or even to tell them great job like that's always helps someone when they're struggling just to tell them to keep going and you will have bad days and good days um but the good days make up for the bad days and as long as you keep going you'll be perfectly fine and you'll make your goals you just can't give up yeah 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 if you give up then then you quit and you'll go nowhere yeah yeah, yeah, just keep going, and you know, lots of times you you learn more when you fail than you do when you did it good. You, yeah. you know, if you're always hitting the center, you know, center getting every time you hit, it's the center of the X. You know, it's like, uh, what's the challenge in that? You know, yeah. and then when you fail, it's like, okay, why did I fail? You know, like you, you dropped your arm, you had a bad shot. It's like, well, I learned I can't drop my arm. You know, if, if it had been a turning a good shot, you wouldn't have realized that, hey, I'm dropping my arm, throwing them down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a it's always a, a challenge, you know, to get better. And what are we doing wrong? And then analyze, okay, why is this going this way? You know, why am I pulling my shots, you know, an inch to the left when they were right on before? So what are you doing different? Yeah. And then you got to look and, you know, some sometimes you just have to close your eyes and shoot your eyes closed. You do. I think that's what can help um, journal taking. So like you can tell like your score and what you can do better the next day and everything. And then to log in, you know how you felt that day. Mm -hmm. You know, were were you a little extra tired or 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 was you constantly thinking about something else while you're doing it? You know those those things. Mm -hmm. uh, a really nice to keep track of not just what your score was but what was going on that day you know mm -hmm. or maybe it was storming out and and the you know it's rainy and and yeah kind of nasty weather uh, you know did that affect you or was it real sunny and the sun shining in your eyes you're getting hot and sweaty or was you comfortable you know all those things can can play into it um, yeah as well as you know up in michigan you know you got them cold really cold days yeah. You know, this last week you've probably been pretty cold like us. It's like and we finally warmed up to above zero. <laughs> yeah. 
we had some a few snow days here and there, so it was kind of yeah. nice that I could shoot my bow all day. Yeah, I think I've missed four days in the last couple of weeks because of snow. Yeah. <laughs> one day I could only work two days. <laughs> had three yeah. things I wanted, and another another day, a, another one off because of the snow. Well, your bow's going to act differently too. It does. You, you know, when you're traveling there, it's in your trunk or wherever, and, and it's getting cold. You get there, it it's is. cold. You're drawing it back. Everything's going to feel different than if you're there, you know, in the summertime when it's 90 degrees out, high humidity, um, you know, then it gets there. It's going to act differently. So mm -hmm. all that information is good to know. It's like, okay, why am I shooting all the way left today? Yeah. Well, it's 95 and, and you know, about 80% humidity. Well, yeah. my shot, it was, was, you know, 80 and, you know, 60% humidity. You know, so all that it's going to act differently. It's like, why was it shooting now? Now also, the only thing different is is the temperature. Well, then you know, your bow's going to act differently. Mm -hmm. There, there's a lot of that you got to figure out too. And it is. And, it's the little things for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when when you're looking at shooting in a one inch circle and always hitting a one inch circle, you know, off by a half inch can mean you didn't get that X. Yeah. <laughs> And I've seen a couple of posts. There, there's a, a lady and a guy, I'm drawing a blank who it was, shot 360X. Mm -hmm. and, and I can remember, you know, you're shooting 299, 298, you know, you're winning a 299. And then yeah. where you got to be 300 to win. And, and then, you know, 20, 30X. Now, if you yeah, 300 yeah, be perfect. <laughs> and 50X, you, you might be in last place. Yeah. So it's just getting that much better, you know, the, the scale. And I think part of it too is is all the all the stuff we've gone through to figure out how to make it better. And then, you know, the bows are shooting better than the, the older ones. Yeah, uh, they're less vibration because they're a little, you know, the limbs are a little bit different shape. And you know, the older bows when you, you shot them, they would jump forward out of your hand, and uh, the yeah. newer ones just kind of sit there. Uh, and so there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on and performance just getting a lot better and, and, you know, just we're, training is better. Yeah. You know, I think we, that's like, sorry. I think that's so important to like start out young, more young. Um, so then because your competition's just getting better and better. Um, and especially if you give up um, then too, if you decide to come back, it's going to be really hard to come back. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've, I've, I've seen, there's a few archers that are shooting recurves that are really good. Um, uh -huh. I've seen them, um, uh, Jennifer Delaney, Freedom Feathers. Have you ever seen her shoot? She, she'll take trying to think. just a recurve. <laughs> uh, like one time I seen her, she had, um, a, a, she put up a marker up and she drew a line on her arrow with a marker. She got it that close. Shooting through the center of a CD, shooting, oh, wow. you know, shooting Q-tips, throwing aspirins up, and then shooting them, and and you know she's put a lot of practice in, you know, to get that good with a recurve. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to get her on the podcast one of these days, but she she's kind of busy and. <laughs> I, I I sent her a mess one time. I I'll, I'll try send her again, try to get her on, but I think that'd be interesting to talk to her as well. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll you know you're interesting to talk to as well. It's, it's always, always a lot of fun talking with the young archers, you know, cause they, they got such different stories and, and, and different passions and, and just really, um, really exciting that, that you're starting out 
this you know as young as you are as long as you did start you know you know when when you just barely could walk yeah <laughs> you know you, you were just learning basically just learned how to walk and now you're shooting a bow and you know, that, yeah. that helps a lot in your your coordination too your eye hand balance and everything else because you've got you're using your body for stuff that um you know forces you to be aware of what's going on yeah I know one of the things I used to do with with the shooters, you know, you get you get a bow down, they try it, get another bow down. There's one guy I had, I think I had five bows, four or five bows sitting here, and he couldn't decide what's going on. So I says, "Okay, close your eyes. I'm going to hand you a bow. You're going to shoot it." And then I took it away, handing him a different one. I'm going to shoot it. Uh -huh. Which one do you like better, and why? So he told me which one he liked better and why. I didn't care why. I just wanted him to say why. And then yeah. I said, "Okay, I took two more." Which one you like better? And two more until finally we narrow it down because you wouldn't narrow it down. You know, it just that's where you got to shoot them. And now that you've been shooting enough, yeah. you can pick one up and shoot it and you can go, oh, I like this. I don't like this. Uh, you can kind of analyze your shot, uh, you know, without even closing your eyes. Yeah. That's that's always a lot of fun when you get to go out and shoot bows. And I haven't mm -hmm. shot any new ones because I'm afraid to. <laughs> I, I don't want to buy a new one, so I don't want to shoot them because I know as soon as I do, I'm going to want to get a new one. Mm -hmm. and, and I, I have, I have mother bows. You know, like I said, I've got, you know, 20 plus year old bows. Yeah. <laughs> shooting it, and they shoot just fine. So. I kind of just trusted Matthews with my title because I didn't get to shoot um a title before I ordered mine because left-handed, because <laughs> they never really have left-handed anywhere, um, but. So I ordered my title, and right when I got it, fell in love with it. So it was all good. Yeah. Well, pretty much most of the bow manufacturers, they all make good bows. They do. It's just, is it the good one for you? Is it best for you? Mm -hmm. Fortunately for you, when you order it in, you know, sight unseen, and that's the disadvantage a lot of the, uh, the archery stores or shops don't do is they don't stock anything in left-handed. Yeah. I forget what is it, 25, 30% of the population is left handed. Mm -hmm. And when you add the left handers that are left eye dominant and the right handers left eye dominant, that goes up. So, yeah. um, you know, order them, you're going to sell them. Yeah. You may not want to order a lot of the high end ones, but at least order something so they could try it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of a, a downfall on, on a lot of shops because. Well, and having one, that's a lot of money to have an inventory to stock everything left-handed as well as right-handed. It is. But I did that with the low-end bows because I mostly sold to, to new archers. You know, because not mm -hmm. only with the bow, I give you arrows, I give you release, and I also give you shooting instructions to make sure that you can shoot. And yeah. you know, that's that's always always fun when you, you can take somebody that's brand new. And I had one guy come in and it was about two weeks after he got his bow. He'd never shot a bow before. He's got a Robin Hood already. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I've never had a Robin Hood like in my archery career at all. I've got a few. I quit shooting yeah. spots because I kept wrecking too many arrows. <laughs> yeah. And then when you can take somebody that's shooting six-inch groups at 20 yards and get them to shooting, you know, one- and two-inch groups, you know, and only spend 45 minutes with them, you know that that's how you get an archer to stay with the sport yeah 
Because if you were if you were shooting at 20 yards and you'd be lucky to keep it on the paper, you wouldn't stay very long. Because mm -hmm. everybody likes to hit what they're aiming at. And that's a nice when you start at 10 yards, it's a little easier. And now you're yeah. yards with the with the big boys now. <laughs> Shoot, shooting shooting at 20 yards, that that'll do it. But shooting 3Ds. You don't, unless yeah. you're shooting a marked yardage, you don't know what the yardage is. You don't, yeah. So are your 3Ds that you go to are unmarked, right? Or are they somewhat marked? Um, You just have a max distance, but they're unmarked. You use a rangefinder. Um, For IBO, it is unmarked. You just have a max di like distance of what the most it can be. Well, that's that, that helps, you know, when you're hunting. You know, how, that's what I, I did. I I just, I think it was like two or three years ago, I finally got my first rangefinder. Yeah, it does help yeah. a lot. I'm, I'm 69 years old now, and I I was in my 60s before I got a rangefinder. And I just <laughs> got used to judging yardage without one. And, you know, so now I, I don't really use it much. You know, I went out during rifle season last year, and I used it because I wanted to you know, whereas where they're coming through, I want to be far enough away that by the time they come up there, because they were coming through before shooting time, I want to be far enough away. So I want to make sure it was within the range of where my gun was sighted in. So yeah. I, I didn't want to go too far away. And it's like, oh, I can sit here. Well, that's 400 yard shot. Uh, let's, let's get a little closer. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I take when I range the, uh, a yardage I, I look at the like if I'm on the top of a hill and in a tree stand I'm going to look at where the trail is and take the tree straight up and get to there you know judge that yeah. I started out with a uh, 30 foot rope tied to, <laughs> tied to peg on the tree and go out and mark mark <laughs> a 10 yards and move it again by another 10 yards <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know Kind of see a little bit different that facility there behind you. Yeah, it's definitely really cool. Oh, that's that's a big area there. Mm -hmm. The shooting range is huge. <laughs> I don't know if you can see through the big windows. Yeah, the the shooting range on the other side does windows, those doors. Mm -hmm. And that's not even where you shoot. That's huge. Yeah, that is a nice facility up there. So anybody up where you're at, definitely go check it out. Yeah. Well, you know what? We've been talking for a little while and it's been really great talking with you. And I'm sure you want to go go do some practice or something. <laughs> oh, your video died. We're walking around. I think her, her video died. She froze. <laughs> Walked outside and froze. <laughs> Well, we'll see, we'll see if uh, Claire can come back. If she connects back in, we'll we'll continue on our great conversation with her. Um, otherwise, we'll uh, um, make sure you listen to the podcast. Podcasts come out every Monday and Friday mornings at 6 o'clock in the morning on Spotify, as well as on Audible and other podcast sweat places. And uh, the, the video is available in the ArchTalk 101 Facebook group as well as on my YouTube channel, Learn to Fix It Yourself. 
So go ahead and check those out. Like and subscribe on the video so you can know when I post more uh, videos. And uh, just let's just have a, a lot of fun talking to archery and hope everybody learned something. And remember, if you don't shoot, you're not having fun. So go out and shoot your bow. Let's have a lot of fun. My name is Roy Canterbury. I'm your host, Dan, Archer Talk 101. And we'll see you on the next one.